What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. My name is Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. And on today's show, we're going to kickstart Week 10, Big Ten football action. All 14 teams playing this week. Buys are over. We are Big Ten on Big Ten action for the next four weeks. I can't wait. Most exciting time of the year, especially if you're a big football fan. And we're going to jump into this Week 10 action in just a second. Um, what's coming up this week? Friday. You guys know the drill by now. It is Bet Big with B1G Wilson and Bet Big Brad. Uh, we'll be recording that tomorrow on Thursday. And uh, just can't wait to talk about those lines. Some really close games, I think, are going to be coming up this week and some really interesting over-unders. We'll get into all that, and that'll come out on Friday morning, as always, right before the games, day before the games. Listen to the show, put your bets in, win some money, come back and thank us. Nobody's done that yet. It'd be nice. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I am wearing a uh, Kennesaw State hat because I used to live in Atlanta. I went to a game one time, and I just like this hat, and it's winter. It was like 20-something degrees this morning when I was taking my kids to the bus stop. And I didn't feel like taking it off. I just It just feels like the right mood to be setting right now. Winter is here. Winter is coming, but winter is already here, especially when it comes to these football games. Last night, I was watching, after we were done trick-or-treating, uh, Toledo game and then the Central Michigan game. I forget who they were each playing. Uh, Central Michigan was playing uh, Northern Illinois. I do remember that because that game got close at the end. But snow everywhere up north. There's just snow all over the place. It was like a winter weather warning for the Toledo game. Like you couldn't even see the field from the stands. Crazy. So uh, going to be some cold games coming up. Going to be fun, though. Um, like I said, best time of the year for football. Um, and coming down the stretch for the Big Ten, man, it's going to be really fun. Some of these games we have coming up, some big games, monster games. And we'll be figuring out who's going to go to that Big Ten championship. Who's going to be in the playoffs? We'll mention that a little bit on today's show as well. First game we have up, though, is Nebraska at Michigan State. I don't think uh, either of these teams have playoff aspirations, but maybe Big Ten championship aspirations, if you will, for uh, Nebraska. They're right there in the hunt out west. This game is on at noon. It's on FS1. And Michigan State is still looking for that first conference win. So a spot for them back at home to uh, maybe take advantage of Nebraska, get off to a big lead. The question mark for them, though, for me, or for them, I guess for everybody, if you're a Michigan State fan, or if you're just a fan of football, is who's going to start at quarterback for Michigan State? From what I read, uh, Detroit Free Press, Chris, Chris, Chris Solari uh, wrote an article and uh, was talking about how Levitt, and I don't even know his first name, Levitt, let me guess. Chad Levitt? <laughs> that can't be it. Levitt. Michigan State. I did a lot of research before this. Sam Levitt. I knew that. I knew that. Sam Sam Chad Levitt um, should be the guy. This is what Chris said, uh, again, from the Detroit Free Press. Last week came in in the Minnesota game. He looked all right. He had 73 passing yards on his three drives that he was in the game. I believe he also had a fumble in that game, though. Um, so... Is it Hauser back in the starting lineup, back at home? 
Um, I think that we're done with the Noah Kim experiment. That's been done for a few weeks now. But still, three guys now that I guess Levitt hasn't started yet. But if he does start this week, that'll be their third starting quarterback of this year. And just an offense that really can't find a rhythm, really can't get anything going. Defense has been all right, though. So that's what I'm kind of looking for in this game because Nebraska, same thing, like really hasn't been scoring a ton, hasn't been like this electric offense. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say that we were expecting that, but just hasn't been like a really prolific offense in their own right. So uh, can Michigan State's defense step up, maybe get some stops and steal a win here? What I'm looking for, though, in this game is really going to be when Michigan State's offense is on the field. But I'm looking at the other side of the ball. I've been talking about Nebraska's defense for a few weeks now, and I think that they will have success in this game. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game is uh, the black shirts getting a lot of stops and then the offense just doing enough to pick up the win. I'm looking for this game to be really low scoring, though. Like I just said, a couple offenses that really haven't figured out a ton yet this year and haven't been that great. Um, so I'm looking for low scoring, and then I'm looking for uh, defenses to uh, really be the star of this show uh, at noon on Saturday, just to get our weekend started. Three games on at noon, though. Three noon games, three 3.30 games, and then one night game. Like I said, we're going to talk about all of them. Second noon game that we have, though, it's Ohio State. They're traveling to Rutgers. Ohio State, Big Ten, or I'm sorry, college football playoff rankings came out yesterday. They were ranked number one in those rankings and well-deserved. They have uh, two top 15 wins. And if you look at everybody else that's undefeated right now, they don't have that resume at this moment. Now, part of the reason is because teams like Michigan and Georgia specifically are probably the two fan bases that like have the biggest argument that they should be number one because they're also undefeated and they've been winning by a lot. Georgia, not so much. But there's, both of their schedules are backloaded. Georgia has three ranked games coming up where, the, honestly, I think they have an opportunity to lose one of those games. I think it's Ole Miss. I think they're playing Missouri this weekend. And uh, I can't remember who the other one is. Um, but same thing for Michigan. They're, they're, the best part of their schedule is upcoming still. After this week, it's Maryland, Penn State, and then, of course, Ohio State. So everyone's still going to get an opportunity to get that number one seed. It's just that those teams haven't yet. Ohio State has. They had the Notre Dame game. They already had the Penn State game. And uh, because they won both of those games, they have the best resume. Well-deserved, number one. Uh, but I'm looking for them to make a statement in this game. Um, Rutgers has had a defense that is beyond respectable at this point. They're fifth in the Big Ten. Uh, they've been doing a really good job getting stops. And the offense has been doing enough to get them those six wins, which, again, Beginning of the year, nobody expected that. Between Rutgers and Northwestern, I think those have been the biggest surprises in the Big Ten so far this year as far as how many wins they've gotten. Um, but I think Ohio State rolls in this game, even though Rutgers has the fifth-ranked defense in the Big Ten. Other side of the ball, Ohio State, second-ranked defense. And that's where I think there's going to be a problem for Rutgers. I don't think that they're going to be able to score very much. And I think that, uh, you know, Kyle McCord's been doing just enough with his arm and they have enough running backs. They have enough. The offensive line is going to be too good for Rutgers. And I think Ohio State's going to win big in this game. Um, I'm thinking uh, at least two touchdowns, which again, talked about this last week, two touchdowns on the road against a pretty good team is a nice win. No matter who you are, it's obviously enough 
They're still ranked number one in the college football rankings after they just did that to Wisconsin last week. So um, looking for Ohio State to win this one, win it by at least two touchdowns uh, this weekend. All right, speaking of Wisconsin, let's go to them. Wisconsin is at Indiana this week. Um, This one is the third noon game. It's on BTN. And uh, Wisconsin's still fighting for that top seed. Even though they had the loss last week um, and they don't have the tiebreaker against Iowa, crazier things have happened in the West. So they have a lot to play for. Here's the issue, though. Riddled by injuries this year. Shamir DK and Braylon Allen are still unknown for this weekend's game. And I think that if you're a Wisconsin fan and you would like to pick a game for not only those two, but for your going into the season starting quarterback to not be playing, um, I think this is the game that you want that to happen because it's it's at Indiana, and Indiana just has not been that good. Um, I hope that both of them are playing, especially Braylon Allen. They're going to need that run game, uh, cold weather at Indiana. Um, I think it's going to be cold. Is it going to get warmer this weekend? I was told that Friday is going to be fine down here in Tennessee. I don't know what it's going to be like the rest of the country. I didn't look at all the weather reports. Maybe I should have. Um, but I'd really like to see both of those guys out there, obviously. I always want to see every team uh, fully healthy when they're playing so that it's fair. I don't know. I think that it just makes it better for uh, the viewing. And when you're missing guys, you start getting into like, oh, well, we didn't have this guy, so that's why we didn't play well or we lost or whatever. Um, but they've been they Wisconsin has overcome quite a few injuries this year. And I look for them to do that again this weekend. I don't think they really need those guys. I just want to see them. On Indiana's side of the ball, um, they've been getting a lot of credit for playing teams close. They played Ohio State close at the beginning of the year. I say close again, 17-point win for Ohio State. Um, And then obviously last week we're kind of hanging around with Penn State. Um, And I think they get a lot of credit for that, but I don't know how much of that is deserved. Here's how I look at it. They have the 13th ranked offense in the Big Ten and the 13th ranked defense in the Big Ten. That's second to last in both of those categories. Now, you can look at that and say, this is a really bad team based on those rankings. Or if you're an optimist, like I'm not, uh, you can say, well, they've already played the big three, Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. So, of course, they're going to be ranked a little bit lower because those numbers are going to be skewed. They've been playing the best teams in the conference. However you want to look at it. I choose to look at it by saying, hey, doesn't matter who you played, you're 13th in both categories. You're not very good. Um, I don't think that they're going to win this game, but uh, I guess a storyline that I would look for if they did is what would happen to Tom Allen. A lot of people that I listen to and respect seem to think that Tom Allen is done this year no matter what happens the remainder of the season. But I do think that a home win against a team like Wisconsin would go a long way for his argument for staying another year. Um, But I kind of, like I said, I've been kind of, I'm not going to say brainwashed, but I've been listening to so many other people talk about it. And like I said, people I respect that it just feels like he's gone anyway. So it might not matter what happens against Wisconsin this weekend. All right, cruising right along. We're at 3.30 now. Iowa at Northwestern is how it's labeled on the websites and on your phone. But technically, this game is taking place in Chicago at Wrigley Field. It should still be a home game for for Northwestern. However, if you've looked at the last couple home games for them, not a lot of people there. 
So I'm not expecting a lot of people to travel up to Chicago and be there to support the Cats this weekend. I do expect Iowa fans to be there. I expect this to be, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I expect this to be at least 80 to 90% Hawkeyes fans in Wrigley Field. Um, I'm excited to see this one, by the way. I don't know how they're going to set up the field. Have they, I know they've played uh, at baseball stadiums before, like the Pinstripe Bowl. I don't remember if there's, is there, has there always been games at Wrigley Field? I'm just forgetting that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's on at 3.30, though. It's on the cock. Um, and uh, Iowa needs to win, the, win this game, though. You know, Northwestern playing well. Uh, just beat Maryland last week. But this is a game that Iowa needs. They are technically still in first place, tied with a lot of people in the West. However, they do have tiebreakers against some of the teams I think will still be around. Um, Minnesota has a tiebreaker on them. I get that. But they have the tiebreaker on Wisconsin, and I think that Minnesota still got some some L's coming the rest of this year. That's just my opinion. Um, but kind of a game that they need to win, and I think that they will win. Here's why. Iowa, the last time we saw them, was the Minnesota game because they were on bye last week. And a really a game for them that they probably are thinking they should not have lost. And I look for them after that bye week to be really mad uh, I look for the team to be kind of tired of hearing about Brian Ferentz, whether he's going to be there the rest of the year or if he's leaving after this season. They're probably tired of answering questions about that or even thinking about it or hearing about it on Twitter. So uh, for them to be able to go on the road this week and kind of forget about all the nonsense, what happened in the last game against Minnesota, what's happening with their offensive coordinator, once the game starts, all that bullshit is over. They're ready to play football, and I think that they're going to be mad, and I think that they're going to take it out on Northwestern. I look for Iowa to win this game semi-convincingly. If you're Northwestern, though, um, I'm looking back at Braden Sullivan. He was good last week against uh, Maryland. He's got to be better this week. This is a much better Iowa defense that he's going to be playing against, and honestly, it can't just be him. They really need to get some help from their running backs to establish that run. All their running that they did last week against Maryland, it felt like was Sullivan getting out of the pocket on pass plays and just kind of taking off. Or him just straight up carrying the ball. He's gonna be he's gonna be hurting if he's the main back carrying the ball this weekend. They need some help from guys like uh Porter and uh I can't remember their other running backs' names. So but they but he he needs some help from them this weekend to get that run game going so it can open up the pass against Iowa, but I just don't see it. I think Iowa's defense is going to be too much. Like I said, I think they're going to be pissed off, and I think that they're going to win convincingly because of those two reasons. All right. Also on at 3.30, we have uh, Penn State at Maryland. Make sure I get this right. This one's on Fox. Had this game circled at the beginning of the year. Not even my game of the week anymore. Um, I think that Maryland has spiraled so far out of control that it's not even getting me excited to have a home game for them against Penn State at this point. Now, I could get to 4.30 uh, on Saturday. I got a couple drinks in me maybe, and then Maryland's starting to play good, and I'm going to be all the way back excited again uh, if this game is close. But I like Penn State in this spot um, for a for a multitude of reasons. But the number one thing is that Maryland has just lost three in a row, and I don't see it turning around at this point. Um, 
for Penn State, is Chop Robinson going to be there? I can't find the, the Big Ten and the teams are so secretive about their injuries, it feels like. It's impossible to figure. It's almost like I'm watching the NFL now. It's impossible to figure out if guys are playing or not. Everybody's just kind of questionable. I have a feeling that he's not going to play for them um, on that defensive line for Penn State. But even without him, I think that their defense is going to be too much for Maryland. And that's really going to be the key uh, in this game. What is Maryland's offense going to do against the Penn State defense? If they can put some drives together and score maybe 27 points, then they'll stick around in this game and it could be interesting. The problem is Maryland's defense has been really bad the last three games, those last three losses. You gave up 33 points to Northwestern. You gave up 27 points to Illinois. Not very good Illinois team, by the way, in my opinion. And, of course, you played Ohio State. You gave up 37 to them. So, I mean, on average, the last three weeks, you're giving up over 30 points a game. You can't do that against Penn. I don't think you're going to be able to do that against Penn State. If you give up more than 30 in this game, Maryland fans, I think that you're going to lose the game because I don't think you're going to be able to score that much on their defense. So, I like Penn State in this game. Um, and it'll be interesting. Like I said, if Maryland does happen to put some drives together, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll flip it. I'll be really excited to be watching this game if it stays close, but I just don't really see it at this point. All right. Our night game is, uh, Purdue at Michigan. This is probably the game that, uh, needs to be talked about the least, even though the Michigan Wolverines are being talked about the most this week. Um, I'm going to flip it on you guys. I'm not going to talk about them very much at all. 7.30 NBC, uh, Michigan, much like Iowa, I think that they're a little mad right now. Obviously, everything that's being talked about with Michigan football is everything other than football. But like I said, once that football gets kicked off on Saturday night, they get to shut all that shit off and they get to just play Purdue. And when you shut all that stuff off and you get to just play a game, I think it's going to be ugly. Purdue, not very good. I don't think if, uh, even if nothing was happening outside of uh, what is actually football for Michigan, um, I just think that they're flat out way better than them. Purdue, um, they got to be perfect on both sides of the ball. They're going to need to get a ton of stops, which I don't think that they're going to be able to. I watched Syracuse run all over Purdue. I, I mean, just imagine what, Michigan's going to be able to do that. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it for Purdue's defense. I don't really feel like they have a shot in this game. Like I said, offensively, they're going to have to score in bunches. They're going to have to put together four or five perfect drives and finish them with touchdowns. And then the defense is going to have to, even if the defense is playing great, I think Michigan scores three or four touchdowns on them just regardless. So uh, I don't think Purdue has a shot in this game. Um, <clears throat> it's just going to be really ugly. Like I said, Michigan's tired of hearing about the stuff. I'm frankly tired of hearing about it. most people that follow the big 10, I think are pretty tired of hearing about that stuff and, uh, excited to watch them play football again after being off last week. And, uh, if you're a Purdue fan, you're probably not excited about that, but Hey, I'm ready to see some more football. So I'm excited to see it. All right. I saved this one for the game of the week. It's also at three 30. It is Illinois at Minnesota. Now, is this game going to get like national attention? No, I don't care though. I really don't care because I think that this is going to be a great, great game. I think it'll be the closest game of the weekend. 
I think it'll be the best game of the weekend. And uh, I think that the contrasting styles of these two teams is going to be just so fun to watch. Uh, for Minnesota, very winnable game. Uh, and, it, and it matters a lot to them. Because like I just said, with the other three teams in the Big Ten West that I've already talked about, still in the hunt right now if you're Minnesota. You're right there in it. You can win a few more games. You got tiebreakers on Nebraska and Iowa already. Um, you can kind of put Illinois out of the conversation if you win this game. So this is a huge game for Minnesota at home. Um, it's on BTN. I uh, Here's what I think is going to happen in this game. I think that the Minnesota defensive backfield and linebackers are going to be creating turnovers. And this is not a surprise if you've watched Illinois' offense this year. Um, they like to turn it over. And Minnesota's defense likes to get turnovers. So I'm looking for that to be a key part of the game. How many turnovers does the Minnesota defense create? And then also on their defensive side of the ball, are they going to be able to contain Luke Altmeyer when he's running? I know they can contain him when he's passing. That's not really a question for me. It's when he gets outside the pocket or when they have designed quarterback runs for uh, Luke Altmeyer, are they going to be able to stop him? And are they going to be able to stop him? And if they do, I think Minnesota's rolling in this game because that's really Illinois' best offense is when Luke Altmeyer is running. Um, Illinois, biggest mystery to me in the Big Ten this year. Uh, for, at the beginning of the year, it was Purdue. I didn't know what we were going to get out of them. I think we figured out that they're just kind of bad this year. But Illinois, really bad to start. And then last couple, here's what here's what I'm looking at. They got blown out by Purdue. They lost to Nebraska. Then they beat Maryland and really stuck around with Wisconsin. Now, you guys know me. If you listened on Monday, I don't give brownie points for almost wins. But they were winning with less than a minute to go or less than two minutes to go. So I got to I got to at least look at that. And that's all happened within the last few weeks. It's almost been like their their trajectory has been going up throughout the year instead of staying down where it started. So I, I do think Illinois is getting better. I do think they're getting better. And I and this that's why this makes it such an interesting game for me uh, at Minnesota. Um I do. I don't. I don't know. I really. Ah, it's just gonna be such a fun game. Illinois defense. Are you gonna be able to stop Minnesota's offense? And when I say Minnesota's offense, it's Kalika Manis throwing the ball downfield to Daniel Jackson. Scouting report on Minnesota. Cover Daniel Jackson. He's the only one that catches touchdowns for them. Uh, can the Minnesota running backs get something going? Man, there's just so many question marks in this game. It just gets me really excited. It's the the game I'm most excited to watch this weekend, to be honest. Even though there's some big, I mean, I know Ohio State's playing, uh, Penn State, Maryland, that should be a good, I mean, you look at it on paper, Michigan's playing again this week. Nebraska versus Michigan State should be close. But because this game has the implications it has out West, especially for Minnesota, especially for Minnesota, I think that uh, this is the most exciting game for me, and a lot will be figured out uh, at 3.30 at the bank. Isn't that what they call it? The bank? I think they call it that. I don't know. Anyways, that was week 10. That was the Kickstarter episode. Like I said, we'll be back on Friday with the Bet Big episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe. Getting close to that number 100 and listening on a podcast app if you want to give five stars. I'll see you someday.
appreciate you if you do it. If you do it, if you do it, I'll be happy. I don't know why I'm messing up uh, simple words today. That's all right, though. Um, We'll see you guys on Friday. Uh, Enjoy the games. Hope your teams win. We will see you guys in the future.